So the Clare Drama Festival. The Clare Drama Festival, and we're joined by our own Tom Henley. So, first of all, Tom, you're very welcome. Well, thank you very much, Jim. <laughs> and uh, it's unusual to be this side of the, the table. It know? is, yes, yeah. and we'll, we'll be quite, we'll grill you now if we can, oh, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, of course, for Rose, it's nearly the, the highlight of the season, the year, yes. uh, from the drama point of view. It's the 74th uh, drama festival. But you brought a guest. I did. Well, he's the main man at the moment, is he? Yes. So will you yes. introduce so him? So Mr. Yeah. Tom Byrne. Mr. Tom Byrne, our adjudicator. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> your first time adjudicating in Scarif, but you're no stranger to Scarif, though, are you? No stranger. I've been here several times uh, over the years, um, back in the days when I, when I was competing. Um, and uh, it's great to be here. Uh, as I said last night on the stage, uh, if you're doing something for 74 years, you must be doing it right. Mm. Yeah. Well, thank you. For that. <laughs> <laughs> and Tom, you you know Tom of, of old. Oh, we know each other for maybe thirty years. Oh, we? I'd say so, Tom. Yeah, 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 yeah. On the drama, through drama, you know, purely through drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so. Tom, I'm going to call you Tom One because okay. you've got the yeah. seniority. Oh, Tom, no, no. Tom, Tom, Tom Hanley or Tom Two for this show. <laughs> or Tom Ella. So Tom Byrne, yeah. um, give us a bit of background about yourself. So how, how, what brought you here? Oh, what brought me here? Um, it's a, a long journey that, that, that I have ended up um, as adjudicating. I, I, I got involved in, in drama over 40 odd years ago. Uh, and um, up to about 10, 11 years ago, I was involved with drama groups. And, okay. um, like any, any in particular? Um, I was founder of Brad On Players, which would be known to a lot of people, and before that, uh, the Leakslip Theatre Group. Um, before that, I was in the Dublin Shakespeare Society. Oh, nice. Um, where I met my good wife. And um, before that, in the Dublin Youth Theatre. Okay. Um, and um, I was out... Competing with, um, I suppose, the most recent vintage would have been Brad on Players, where we, we visited uh, Scarif uh, a number of occasions. And um, in 2010, um, the same good wife tapped me on the shoulder and said, you better come home. Yes, yeah. <laughs> You're doing a lot of plays. Yeah. And um, so I decided to, to take a punt and uh, apply for, uh, to be an adjudicator. And that's something I've been doing now for 11 years Nice, and, and uh, you're involved more in the production side rather than the acting side in terms of your background. Yes, yeah, I've I've um, directed. I added it up uh, as we all did in COVID. We you, you sit down and do stupid things, and I added up that I did uh, about 130 plays. Wow! Over the years uh, of of different different productions, um, and uh, I enjoyed directing. I, I discovered quite early in in, in my. Uh, introduction to drama that, that I, I wasn't a great actor right okay and <laughs> so I got into directing I directed my first play when I was aged 18 wow and very impressive uh, so I I enjoy it I enjoy the whole uh, maybe it's a control thing Tom yeah. I don't know but, uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I enjoy the whole production s- side of things uh, it's a disease really isn't it <laughs> it is it <laughs> is <laughs> yeah uh, and um, you know like anybody has a passion for something um, be it football hurling whatever uh you just go full all it, full into it. And yeah. tell us, you know, we we get on maybe to talk about Scarif and and the East Clare or the Clare Drama Festival in a moment in a while. But um, where is amateur drama at the moment? Uh, you know, and you've been involved in it for a number of years. Yeah. How have you seen the development of amateur drama, and and where is it now? And I could start on that. There was a time we <laughs> used to say <laughs> that uh, after the GA, it is nearly the second most popular pastime in Ireland. Really? That if you take, uh, there's what, there's 25 festivals in the south of Ireland, really, 
at least, you know. And if you take an average of maybe seven or eight nights, even round figures, take ten nights, that's mm-hmm. 250 performances. And if you take maybe 100 or 200 people attending each of them, you're all of a sudden you're into half a million people maybe wow. yeah, attending yeah. festivals. Yeah. It's, it's huge, has mm-hmm. been huge. It's huge, and, and, yeah. and it, it, it is obviously like everything else, it, it, COVID has had a, had a huge impact. And it's, it's, it's interesting to note that, that um, a lot of the companies and groups that would have been out in, on the, the, what we call the festival circuit, um, some of them aren't coming out and some of them are depleted in, 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 the, in, in the, their personnel. Plus the audiences, at least last year, were down, but I understand, and particularly last night, there was a good audience here in Scarif, yes. and I've noticed around the country that the audiences are, are, are improving, and I've heard the reports that this year they're back up to, to, to normal. Um, it, it, the whole idea of live drama is so, so popular around the country in, in, in all sorts of places and very well supported and as, as Thomas said it, it is after the GA and pe- people probably won't believe us but it is the second most popular pastime in the country. Well, I suppose we are the, the land of uh, saints and scholars and artists and actors and so we do love uh, we do love a platform we do love to share the spoken word as well in <laughs> the written word. Interesting aside mm. how drama became popular in Ireland and I suppose how the drama circuit got going in the 1940s we started here in 1946 mm. but in those days during Lent uh, the clergy were all powerful and most bishops banned dancing in their dioceses. Right. But drama was allowed. Ah. <laughs> so it became a pastime yeah. for young people or a, a social outlet for them, yeah, you know. Yeah. And hence, even still, you know, all the drama festivals take place during Lent, effectively, yeah. you know. And that, yeah, and, yeah, God, that's fascinating. I yeah. actually never realised that. But you can't get up to any shenanigans <laughs> at, a, at a drama festival. <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> it was a bit of a sing-song afterwards. Yeah. Yes. In the good old days, festival clubs were great, and he's got to went on stage. But uh, <laughs> most people have to work next morning now. That's know, right. So festival clubs often are, finished are up very, very late. <laughs> and Tom Byrne, can I ask you, in terms of your own experience of being on the festival circuit, how did you find it? Because now you're at the other side of it. Well, well, when I'm at, um, now that I'm at the other side of it, I, 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 I sort of get a headache looking at the groups speak that the, 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 the whole, like a group will arrive here in Scarif at 10 or 11 in the morning and, mm. they, and they mightn't leave till one yeah. the next morning. Yeah. And uh, I certainly don't miss that. Mm. Um, I, 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 at the beginning of my adjudication career, um, I did, because we all have competitive instinct and it was all about winning and winning and getting to an All-Ireland final and all of that. And I missed that for a couple of years, but I don't miss the, the dare I say, the drudgery of loading up a set and putting yeah. it into the van and doing all that. It's a huge commitment. It's a, it's a horrendous commitment. I mean, yeah. for what, what companies g- get out of it, you know, uh, 30 seconds applause at the end of a long, long day for the effort that they put in. But the imagination and the ingenuity that... Uh, amateur drama companies have in this country is mm. just unbelievable. Mm. I mean, I, I constantly am amazed, particularly in the area of uh, we have superb actors. We always do in in, in this country, um, but the settings are just remarkable. Yeah, they are absolutely remarkable. And and again, these are amateur people using their skills and imagination and it is just mind-blowing. Oh, sure, the creativity is, is phenomenal. Like I know even yeah. from 
the other week we had um, the Schlievochty drama players were mm. actually performing their two plays, which they're now performing this coming Monday, which yeah. is the last of the last of the Mohicans um, and Losers, so by Hugh Leonard and Brian Friel. Um, but even at that, like seeing how they can make use of the space that's available for the sets, how they can make use of the actual costumes, how they can make use of the actual dialogue. Like it is phenomenal to see yeah. how things are, I suppose, created. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and that's why uh, theatre and, and, and amateur drama in particular never ceases to, to bore me because even if you see, as, as I do, there's several plays that, that are on this week that I've seen before, but there's always something different. There's, there, there, there's, there's some director has seen something that you haven't seen before. Yeah, yeah. And um, it, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. I, I think the reason amateur drama is strong is that r- really in Ireland it's very difficult for people to make a living from uh, the, the, the professional theatre. Yeah. There are very few people and there are very few slots for, for to make make a living. So they Paul Miskell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and it, the thing is that uh, therefore, you have people who could easily have have you know succeeded as a professional mm. actor or actress, and they're in the amateur scene because yeah. just out of financial there isn't space. Yes, yeah. there is a space, and and it, it, so I mean, at some stage, somebody you know, I might you know want to be a professional actor. There isn't the opportunities. Um, now, I wouldn't knock on the head anyone that has aspirations to, to, to try and do that, but it's very difficult to make a living. So, but as a consequence then, the amateur drama scene is very rich yeah. with, with brilliant talent. You mentioned you mentioned the 30 seconds applause there, but I suppose, I mean, even in a community radio station, we all get a little buzz. Oh, it's uh, the fulfilment uh, of actually taking part. Of yeah. taking part, but we, we do get a little buzz. But we do. We just know. can't hear the raving repl- applauses that happen when our show <laughs> finishes. <you know>? <laughs> but <laughs> but it, they stand. It, it, it would be the same, I imagine, for, for in amateur drama for the actors. I mean, they they, they must get a buzz from performing on stage, okay. even though it can be you know difficult at times, or you know they can be nervous. But uh, you, it's and the fulfilment, as Jennifer says, of it. Yeah, it is, and and it, it, there's so much that goes into it from start to finish. You know, you're talking about you know maybe an, an eight week rehearsal period and the commitment of of, of uh, that. But yeah, the the, the fulfilment. I mean. It, it, it's, I suppose it was surely of me to say it's only for 30 seconds applause. There's, mu- there's much more to it than that. It, it, it is of, did I do it right tonight? Or did, did you know, because they, they, mm. the, 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 the companies are, are they're, 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 I mean, I stand up and give a critique, but they're, they're their own worst critiques. They yeah. say, oh, didn't go well for us tonight. So-and-so didn't do this, so-and-so didn't do that, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they'll go back to the to the rehearsal room and, and, and try and fix and amend it, you know? Yeah, Tom. Yeah. The other thing about this was amateur groups in particular, they do feed off the audience mm. and the audience reaction. Yeah. Yeah. And you couldn't play it to an empty house. You know? And you it's especially if you do something that's funny and it lands the way you want it. Exactly. Yeah. But funny enough, and you do. get <gasps> collective yeah. cycle. Yeah. 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 <laughs> last night in, 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 in Scarf here, as you know, it was, it was raining quite heavily and the, the, uh, the, the hall has a, 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 a metal roof. Oh gosh! And uh, they're, they're just by a pure million to one chance, one of the characters uh, says, I- "I'm going to London," and the other character replies, "But it's always raining in London." <laughs> 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 and this teary rain and scarf <laughs> at that minute, you know, you couldn't make it up. Brilliant, yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Tom, were you happy with the? You, there was a mention of the crowd last night. Were you very, happy with happy it? With the start? Oh yeah, very very happy with it. No, got off to a good start. You know, last year uh, it was the first uh, year back after COVID, and people were quite apprehensive. Mm. And I know, as a committee last year, we took a decision: we were all going to wear masks. You know. Yeah. 
and there's no masks this year. There's no need for them. Yeah. The people are getting more relaxed. And I've seen people there that I haven't seen since before COVID. You know, I could name names now. Uh, yeah. Meskels from Kilmehill. Yeah. There was somebody there from Near Listowel last night. You know, people from Ennis, people from Clonara. But I think know. there's that hunger again for it. There because is, there is, there is. I think for the last problem, well, definitely, I know, you know, uh, with 2020, everything just got cancelled. Same yes. with 21. As you say, there was apprehension last year, but it was that uncertainty. Yeah. And now this year, I think everybody just wants to soak in everything that they can. So go back to plays, go back to festivals, go back to see performances and actually just engage Socialize. with that again. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. In yeah. terms of then the, so this is the 74th Clare Drama Festival. Um, you've got some phenomenal plays. So do you want to maybe give us a little bit of a, a rundown on the different plays that are coming yeah. up? Tonight we have a play at Kinmean Drama Group. Our friends have been coming here for many, many years from uh, West Cork. And they're doing a play that's near and dear to an awful lot of people's hearts in Scarif. Blythe Spirit by Noel Coward. In 1993, Scarif Drama Group won the Premier Trophy of the All-Ireland in Athlone with this play. Oh, wow. So... I'm particularly looking forward to it. It's a play I love and yeah. I have fond memories of the Scarus production from 30 years ago, you know. And of course, we'll be comparing and contrasting, won't we, Tom? We will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See what goes well for them, what didn't go well. Or, you know, yeah. everybody in the audience is an adjudicator, you know. Yeah, Don't mind what this fellow says. We're yeah, all adjudicators yeah, yeah. in our own right, you know. <laughs> yeah. But we do latch on to what you say as well, you know. So that's that's uh, tonight. Tomorrow night, uh, Kings of Kilburn High Road by Jimmy Murphy, Ray Leonard players coming back. Uh, a play we've had a few times here in Scarif. Tells the story of six young men that emigrated from Mayo to London in the uh, 70s to make their fortune. Mm-hmm. They come together 20 years later. They're still in London. There's only one on his way home, and that's in a coffin. Oh. One of them has made it big over there, and the others... You know, the ravages of hard work and the drinking lifestyle that have prevailed amongst a lot of the navvies in London, you know, tells mm. us it's a story, I suppose. There's, there's a social history to it, yeah, you know. Yeah. And it's, it's a well-written play, really. It's a really well-written play, yeah. It is, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly. Uh, you've mentioned Steve Opti then Monday night. If you want a good laugh, that's yeah. the night to come out, you know. Then uh, Tuesday night, our neighbours from Castlewood Players in Cratlow are bringing John B. Keane's The Chastitude. It's a play that hasn't been seen that often on the circuit, you know. And I have memories, uh, I think the last time I saw it was in the, the game in Dublin with Mick Lally and Mick could play it you know. yeah he was very brilliant yeah. it was it yeah. was yeah do you want to define what the Chastitude is Tom? <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, John B. Keane is is, is um, uh, uh, made up the word uh, yes it, and it could even, couldn't be could, it might even be in the Oxford English Dictionary at this stage but um, it's uh, I, I think he, he was trying to be John B was always um, uh, given the, the, the clerics a, a, a bit of a knock he had his finger on the pulse he, big, big time <laughs> he, 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 he abhorred the way the, the, uh, the, the, they were uh, treated people back in the day and uh, but a chastitute was uh, somebody uh, of uh, a particular age who was, who was um, uh, voluntarily or otherwise a virgin mm. And, and I think he said uh, somebody who uh, has never sinned. You know? Has never yes. sinned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There um, can't be that many of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> but old John Bosco McLean, which is a, 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 a terrible mouthful of a name for the handle, uh, is, is a fascinating character. And uh, it's, it's, a, it's a very funny play. And... Uh, I haven't seen it in, in a good few years, so I'm looking forward to it. I don't think I've seen it since uh, McLeod's. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's probably, probably the same. Yeah, looking um, forward to it anyway. You know, it's it's entertaining. You know? It's an it'll certainly entertain yeah, yeah, as John B always does. Yeah. You know? Then Wednesday night we have Thursday Drama Group with Conor McPherson's The Seafarer. 
powerful play. That's powerful, powerful play. And funny enough, uh, no pressure on Torla, it's just the last play that I directed. Um, so you know a bit about it? So I know it, yeah, and I've adjudicated it a number of times. Yeah. But, uh, it's, I would highly recommend this play to any casual uh, person who, isn't, who mightn't have an interest. It's a fantastic uh, uh, structured play, and Conor McPherson is one of our best writers. He, he is just superb. Um, and he hasn't written much in the last ten years. Has no, he? well, he, he he did he did a thing with the Bob Dylan songs. Oh yes, yes. Uh, and he was he was delving into uh, films and stuff. I think. A bit like uh, McDonough. A bit like McDonough. But yeah. I mean, I suppose you have to go where the money is, you know. Yes. And, um, but this is is um, a really powerful play um, uh, about a group of uh, alcoholic lads meeting on Christmas Eve, uh, having a game of cards. Um, but a great, great play. And a bit of drink involved. L- a little bit of drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then what do we have Thursday? Corfin Dramatic Society, our neighbours, with Stolen Child, written by Yvonne Quinn and Barbara Nequeve. And it tells the story of a lady that is it Valerie Tierney, is her name, that has been quite successful woman in business. But she was adopted at birth. Mm. So she hires a colourful private detective to try and trace her mother. But in the process of doing that, he does meet the mother and all that. And But it also uncovers other secrets. Yeah. And it, I mentioned what it was. In 80 years ago this year, there was a fire in an orphanage in Cavan Town where I think just 35 young girls sure. perished in the fire. Oh. Yeah. And it brings that in. You know, yeah. So there's that yeah. social history to it as, as well. And has one, one, one of the best named characters you'll ever come across, uh, an Irish detective, and his name is Mick Tracy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and uh, I think it's the shades of being a Tipperary man. He's into the Hurling. That's right, he's into the Hurling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but you wouldn't know much about that around here. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're playing Tipperary. From, from a Kildare man, no. We're playing Tipperary this afternoon. Oh, <laughs> Inside in Cusick Park. Exactly, yeah. Then, Friday night, uh, next, Wayside Players from Wexford with The Field. Yeah. Well, you can't Who that? Mm-hmm. Oh, Mr. John Brendan Keane from oh, yeah. Listall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and The Field, look, as I'll say from the stage, uh, probably, you know, every drama festival loves putting on the John B. Keane because you're guaranteed to get an audience. Yes, in. yes. And The Field never tires. Um, uh, I, I would quibble about the, the, the film version. I think it, it was a bit... bit here, here. Missed, yeah. It missed, missed a beat a bit. But uh, the live field... You, you'll always have a... Look, no group will put on um, uh, The Field unless they have a, a good man playing the Bull McCabe and, and his sidekick. And... Um, it's a great, great play, and people always warm to it um, because it, 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 it probably hits on, on all our sort of interests, land and money and greed, you know. And uh, But the field is a great, great play and very entertaining. Uh, you know, this is the first year, I think, in a while that we haven't had a Martin McDonough play in the festival. Right. Yeah. But final night then, we have a Marina Carr player. Marina Carr played by the Bug of Cats docky players. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I, I can assure you that the, the, the Bog of Cats, Marina Carr, like Conor McPherson, one of the most creative and imaginative writers that, that we've ever produced. Um, I think it was Frank McGuinness said um, many years ago, the, other, the playwright Frank McGuinness said of, of Marina Carr, she couldn't possibly possess these memories. She couldn't put, because she takes um, mythical stories from Euripides and uh, the like uh, and she converts them into a, a, a modern, mythical Irish world. It's a 
fantastically created. She, the, the main character in this play is, is a troubled woman called Hester Swain, and it is one of the most remarkable creations in, in, in modern Irish theatre. Um, and But you have ghosts, you have uh, all sorts of stuff in, in the, uh, uh, you know, you have a, a, a mouse-eating uh, cat woman who lives in a bog. It, 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 it's, um, uh, it's a remarkable play and it stands, it's, it's out a good few years now, yeah. but it, it, it has stand the test of time. And again, uh, the, the particular group, Dalky players, are very imaginative and very creative, um, and I can assure you of a very good, very entertaining life. So, can you give us the details then of how people can yeah. join in? And no advance booking. Turn up on the door. We have plenty of uh, space most nights, unless uh, yeah. people uh, audience exceeds four hundred, then we might have to you know, yeah find <laughs> find. I things. remember going for I think it was Moonglow, and the, yeah. it was just jam packed. Yes, it was very hard yes, to find a seat yes, then. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yeah, yeah. But uh, there'll be many full houses. Yeah. Last night is any indication to go by that we'll you know we'll, we'll fill a lot of those uh, chairs, Fantastic. which is great. It's good value. For adults, it's ten euros a night. For seniors, those that have the FT cards, you know, like some of us here. Some of us uh, here, yeah, yeah, indeed we have. It's eight euros a night, or you could have a season ticket for seventy euros. You could see all uh, nine plays for seventy euros, and that's it's very good value. That's really. good. And value. children and students are five. Uh, five euros, yeah, yeah which is. Yeah. So and great week's entertainment. Yeah, no, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing the yeah. plays. So, and, and congratulations to everybody involved at the Clare Drama Festival. So for. Joining us today, Tom Byrne. Tom Hanley, thank you very much for your time. Good luck, Tom Byrne, Thanks in the adjudication. Much, I'd say there's a huge pressure. <laughs> um, and hopefully they'd look after you in, yeah. the, in East Clare while you're here. I think yeah. they might. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I suppose good luck in terms of as you give the feedback and how it's received thank and you. how people take that on board. But uh, no, thank you for being here. Thank you for joining us.